In February of 2015, college senior Will Hover was found unresponsive in his dorm room. Will was 22 years old, the captain of the Rollins College lacrosse team, and had been living with type 1 diabetes since he was 15. Paige Kennedy went to high school with Will and has been close friends I with him ever since. I am a senior at Villanova University. I'm planning to go to medical school next year, so I'm going to University of Maryland School of Medicine. I went to McDonough School in Baltimore, Maryland. Paige, uh, you had you know, a fairly big tragedy in your life recently, and I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about it. On February 2nd, one of my really close friends, Will Hover, passed away from complications due to type 1 diabetes and the flu. Um, just the mixture of his type 1 with the stomach virus was turned out to be a deadly combination for him. Um, his roommate actually walked in and found him unresponsive in his room, which is so challenging um, to grasp. And I think um, going back home for his funeral and being with all of our high school friends to kind of rally around each other and to remember Will um, and all of his funny moments was so cathartic and so helpful for all of us. Is, is when you guys were all together, is that when you decided to try to keep Will's memory alive with the, the egg crack challenge? I think that was the starting point. Yeah. A few of us, a few of his close friends and I, um, were just talking about how funny it would be if we saw his face plastered all over the world doing egg crack challenge things. Um, I think that was probably the starting point of our ideas. And for people who don't know, the Egg Crack Challenge is uh, something that was started by Will, but he was just sort of joking around. It was kind of, he was playing off the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge and trying to be kind of funny for his friends. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So when he was nominated by his good friend at Rollins College, which is where he went to school, um, he he's so funny and hilarious and always trying to make people laugh, so... He took an egg, smashed it on his head, and said it was for the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. Um, and he posted it to his video just as a complete joke, not expecting anybody to follow through on this crazy trend. But one family actually did, kind of as a joke themselves. But yeah, he never expected it to come to these um, proportions. This audio was taken from Will's Egg Crack Challenge video. Uh, I guess I'd like to thank Connor Owen for uh, nominating me for this ALS Ice Bucket Challenge. But you know what? No. I'm not going to dump this stupid ice on my head. Instead, I'm going to pledge all the money in my wallet. I'm going to make freaking things happen, which is $48.25. What's up? And you know what? I want to get on my soapbox. As a diabetic, I'm sick and tired of seeing all these ALS challenges. You know what? You don't see any diabetes, aka libidus challenges. So right now, I'm going to change the game up. I'm going I'm to get out of your cookie-cutter world. I can throw this at you. Will Hogger, first annual egg crack on the head challenge. Ready? Oh, okay. I don't like that. Oh, God. Okay, well, anyways... Obviously, that was great, and, uh, you know, I'll take this ice that I got. I'm gonna sip on this. I bet you feel real stupid now, ALS. Diabetes coming at you. Oh, God. 
Welcome to episode 19 of the Juice Box Podcast. This conversation is with two different people, Paige Kennedy, who was Will's very close friend, and Lyndall Hover, Will's mother. It's hard to put into words how, how touching it is to hear from Will's mom and from his, his close friend. I think you're going to... I think you'll be moved by their story. I think you'll be inspired by it. And mostly, I think that if you are the parent of a child with type 1 diabetes, you will benefit from hearing Lyndall's message um, of why she doesn't regret how she raised her son. Next, here's Paige to tell us about how she got the egg crack challenge going on the internet. And we're speaking now at the end of April in 2015, but Will has just recently passed away, is that right, in February? Yep, about three months ago. And since then, since his passing and when you guys kind of brought the Egg Crack Challenge out into the world a little wider, has it caught on? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, So I wrote a BuzzFeed article about it, um, and I kind of wrote, like, oh, challenge going viral. So people kind of thought it was growing faster than it was in the very beginning, but that made people more comfortable with posting their own silly videos. So um, once these videos started sprouting up, um, people kept nominating other people, and one by one it got firstly across many different colleges because our friend group had so many friends at various colleges across the country. So it kind of started as something that a lot of groups were doing, like athletic teams and sororities and fraternities. All right, hey everybody, we're the Rollins men's lacrosse team here at Rollins College. Um, thank you to Kai Omega for the nomination for the Will Hover Egg Crack on Your Head Challenge. We appreciate this. Uh, this is in support of juvenile diabetes. We'd like to nominate the guys basketball team, girls basketball team, uh, guys baseball and girls softball, um, as well as Billy Gunn and Paul Rabel. <laughs> R.I.P. Even 34 different countries, actually, at this point. So it really has grown. And it's been on local and national television, which is just incredible. So it's wonderful. Do you see, um, can you see donations coming? So far, Will's JDRF walk page has collected over $80,000 in donations. On behalf of our Mermaid Legacy Fund, the Chicken of the Sea team is proud to support the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation with a donation for $10,000. I know it's it's crack the egg, nominate somebody, and make a donation to Will's JDRF walk page. Is that right? Yeah. So he has a page that's actually called Will Hover JDRF Egg Crack Challenge on JD on JDRF's website. Um, and so far that has nearly fifty five thousand dollars. But I know it's just a lot more that's been brought in, and a lot of people do the challenge and then, um, of course, donate to their own walk page. And also Chicken of the Sea. Um, recently donated $10,000 
um, that company did. So we know that it's at least 65, but I'm sure it's much more. That's crazy. And and yours, that money is purely from the video. Uh, yes. Oh, yep. That's amazing. Um, I know he was a, a college athlete. What did he, what did he play? Yeah. Will was a lacrosse player at Rollins college. He was actually the captain of their team, um, his senior season. And he was just kind of like the Renaissance man. He was athletic. He was artistic. Um, he was witty. He was kind, caring, um, kind of the class clown of our high school class, at least. And just an all around great guy that wanted everybody to be smiling always. You told me earlier, and, but we had a little technical trouble, but he didn't have, uh, even though Will was diagnosed with type one when he was a freshman in high school, and that is like such a big transition time, he took to it pretty easily and, and diabetes was something that he was was he private about it or just wasn't something you saw very often? Because you dated him, you said, but but at the same time, you didn't see very much about it, right? Yeah, so he wasn't private about it. He kind of embraced it as like the funny guy he is and would kind of make some jokes about himself regarding the diabetes, which I actually have a friend that does the same thing now at Villanova. So it's kind of funny to see their similarities. But um, he always made light of the situation. And even when I was dating him and would be spending more time with him, he really downplayed how important it was in his life. And I didn't even realize the implications it had in his life or how much of a challenge type 1 diabetes is until after his passing, actually. So since this egg crack challenge, a lot of people have been reaching out to me, telling me their stories and kind of how it impacts their day-to-day lives. So um, hearing all these stories, I'm realizing how how big and important of a part it was in his life that I probably didn't even realize even when I was dating him. So even though you were very, you were good friends throughout high school, dated for a while in your junior year, you just, it, it, it's, you still don't feel like, didn't feel like you had, I guess back then you probably didn't think about it, but now in hindsight, you can look back and see you just really didn't have a very firm grasp of, of all the implications of having type one. No, I didn't at all. Yeah. Not. And I think that's that's super important for people to hear because it's very easy to, you know, to see what looks like ap- ap- apathy from, from the public at large and feel almost angry about it sometimes. But, but it's just, a, you know, I think if they could, hearing you say that, that you were that close to someone with type 1 and, and that you cared about and was around that much and it still didn't sink in, I just think that's important for people to hear. You know, it's... It's probably, I understand being upset when other people don't, don't get it because it feels so personal, but at the same time, it's probably, I mean, obviously you, you as an example, it's, it's almost impossible to expect the world at large to know everything about everything. So, right. Yeah. Um, can you tell me, I mean, this is a a begin, this is a, a fairly big undertaking. I mean, you're a person who's graduating right now and taking finals from college and you're you're going to go off to medical school so I would assume you're a pretty busy person but you're putting a lot of your time into the egg crack challenge can you describe why you know what it is about it that's drawn you in beyond just knowing will it sounds like there might be more than that yeah sure um so it kind of started off just as something that I really wanted to do in his honor because I mean he was such a good friend he when I was dating him, he helped me through some really difficult things that I went through. Um, I lost my best friend while I was dating him, and uh, my mom was also diagnosed with cancer when I was dating him. So 
he kind of was always there as a positive support in my life. So I really knew that I wanted to carry on his legacy in a positive way um, because I knew he, of all people, deserved that. And on top of that, um, once this challenge did start and I started hearing all these stories of how type 1 diabetes has impacted so many people's lives, I I mean, I was just drawn in. I really couldn't, I couldn't not push this forward. It's, I realized how important it was to spread awareness um, for this disease um, because of how, like I said, how much it can impact people. So I kind of like grew this passion for type 1 diabetes and a lot of my friends kind of joke about it now at school. <laughs> They're like, call me JDRF girl and say it's like, it's all I uh, support, but I of course support other um other charities as well, but it's definitely big, been one of my big ones this year. Paige, are you close with Will's mom? Yeah, I actually talk to Will's mom pretty much every single day, um, whether it's about this or checking in to see how she's doing or her checking in to see how I'm doing, um, which is great. Will's mother, Lyndall Hover. How old was Will when he was diagnosed with type 1? He was 15. His fall of his uh, freshman year of high school. And that is that something that runs in your family, endocrine issues or or No, not at all. Just mm-hmm. a random thing. Yes. And and Will was managing with uh was he using shots, needle, pen? Was he did he have He a... used the pens. He occasionally used the uh continuous glucose monitor mm-hmm. when he wasn't in season. He played lacrosse, which is a physical game sure. and it frustrated him when it would fall off. Uh, so he manages disease extremely well. He had zero complications. He did everything he wanted to do. We didn't really restrict him in any way um, because of the disease. And he just got, that was the first time he'd ever had the flu, sadly. And and he was away at school on his own when he had the flu. and Yes. Uh, okay. And he was trying to manage it on his own. Yes. He told his trainer and um, his trainer checked in on him you know, the athletic trainer from the team and his friends and girlfriend, and he said he's feeling much better, but he's just going to get it better early. Yeah. I know this is very fresh for you still. It's, it hasn't been very long since Will's passing. Not and, at all. and if right. I ask you anything that you're uncomfortable with, you please just tell me. Um, okay. I, I, I do want to ask you though, I mean, obviously he, he's, he was very athletic and active physically and playing lacrosse at college sounds Sounds demanding at the very least. Um, right. And and you said that you didn't put any restrictions on him when he was diagnosed. And we don't do that either. My daughter's 10 and uh, about to be 11. She's been diagnosed since she was two. And, and she's a very uh, active um, softball player. Yeah, and, awesome. And there's evenings, you know, she'll play some weekend. She'll play six games in a weekend. And, yeah. and just recently... At you know two thirty in the morning, I was feeding her a banana in her sleep because she was so low from from the day's activities. Even though her blood sugars mm-hmm. were great the whole day, and and I know that's something you know about too. If if Will was so active, so my 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 question to you is, and and I know if this is difficult, please tell me. But knowing what you know now, do you regret that decision about not limiting him? Absolutely not, because he he lived his life the way he wanted to live it, and he. Did every I am so happy that we did not restrict him in any way, because look what a great life he had. I would feel bad if I had said no to the ski trips and to going to the college of his choice or um, the hiking trip he did out west or any of these things. I would be no. I'm thrilled that he did 
he managed it really well. And frankly, the more active and the more athletic and active you are, I think the better you manage it because you're incredibly self-aware of what your body, your body. feels like. And um, I mean, there was a time or two, maybe when he's going through finishing up puberty that his numbers got a little bit out of, out of whack, but right. you know, just made adjustments and um, that kind of thing. Well, I want to tell you that when you answered that question just now, my heart swelled and I felt like I was going to cry because it's a theoretical question that parents of kids with type one ask themselves. And, and I know I have a very similar mindset to yours Mm-hmm. And, and I, yeah. I, we don't limit my daughter in any way. We don't even really think about diabetes that much with the exception of its management. And knowing that you had the, you know, the result that a lot, you know, I, I would venture to say that every one of us is, you know, concerned uh, about in the back of our head, there, right, right, right mm-hmm. in the back of our head. And you still feel that way. I mean, that just really filled me with, with a lot of happiness when I heard you say that. So I, I'm very happy for you that, that you, that you still have that feeling and, and just, I want you to know that you just made me feel very confident about my decisions with my daughters. Oh, and, good. and I'm, I'm sure mm-hmm. for a lot of other people when they hear this as well, um, you know, that's, I mean, Will's an inspiration for, for, you know, how he lived his life and, you know, the egg crack challenges out in the world and everything and people are getting to right. learn more about diabetes. But I think what you just said is, uh, is pretty huge for the diabetes community in general and, and parents oh, good. especially. Good. Yep. Thank you. Towson native and McDonough alumni, Will Halver died of complications from the flu. Lindell Halver told the Baltimore Sun her son began feeling ill on Sunday and was found unresponsive a day later. He was the captain of the Rawlings College men's lacrosse team in Winter Park, just outside of Tampa, Florida. Hundreds attended a memorial at the school's chapel last night in his honor. I'm just just in New Jersey, and I know oh, where, okay. and, I, and I know where you are. So, you know, my daughter does uh, the Bucks County Walk which is um, by, uh, I guess it's at Bucks County Community College and, gotcha. the, and the park right nearby. And you would probably do something right in the city. Do you guys think you might put a walk team together for the Philadelphia walk? We definitely could, yeah. Um, I'll be, actually be home back in Baltimore um, within three weeks, actually, which is pretty crazy um, after graduation. So, And you'll be getting ready to um, go to medical school then? Sorry? You're, and that's where you're, pre- you're preparing to go to medical school, is that right? Correct. Yeah. University of Maryland School of Medicine. Um, but I have a summer off before then. So I, I'm from right outside of Baltimore. So I'm sure that we will be a JDRF walk will be in the works. <laughs> have you have you thought at all or has has Will's story impacted you in a way? Do you think it'll impact your studies or, or the type of medicine you want to practice? It's definitely something I've thought about. Um, endocrinology in particular. Um, kind of going in, I'm going in with an open mind, so I don't want to have a clear direct path and want to experience it all for what it is. But um, I've been really interested in pediatric oncology, um, partly because my friend who passed away, passed away from leukemia. Um, So I have all these personal motivations, but it could be that I find something interesting in cardiology, which I have little connection to at all. So keeping an open mind. Yeah. 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 yeah, I don't think you need to know today. I was just wondering if it was something you thought about, you know, Paige, I think you're going to be one of those people in the future who, you know, with hindsight and, and, and looking back, you're going to see that, you know, the people and and their experiences in your life really help probably shape who you become and, and how you end up helping other people. It's, uh, it really is as, as much as it's rooted in, in sadness and loss, it's very beautiful 
to um, to sort of be able to talk to you at the very beginning, and you know, as an outsider, be able to see, you know, the direction you're headed in that maybe even you don't know exists yet, and you know, it, it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting conversation to have. I look uh, back now and even realize how much uh, my friend's death shaped me, which was my junior year in high school, and the amount that I've grown since then is unbelievable. It's very difficult to be around things like disease and not be impacted by them or, or, you know, not to find like another level to your, to your concern and your empathy and your, and your, your desire to help other people. Um, you know, I, I mean, I just, I just write a blog, but, and I have a podcast, but it's one of those things that when I see it help other people, it becomes impossible to stop doing. You know, you know, it's such a, are you feeling that like, does your, when you see the donations coming in or the ag crack challenge spoken about somewhere, how does that make you feel? It, I think it mostly just makes me feel happy um, to see Will's memory. And every time that someone says his name and has a smile on their face as they're doing something in his honor, it's just, it's so warm and uplifting and it just brings a smile to my face every single time. Oh, that's excellent. Well, does it hurt to break an egg over your head? <laughs> well, I have done it 13 times now, so I could tell you. <laughs> not at once, not a whole dozen, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 all different times. Um, and actually four of those were plastic eggs, so not all of them not, were not, raw. Yes, um, so are you, are you, I mean, what is it, if you, if you were, talking directly to the people who are listening right now, like what's your desire? Do you, do you hope they make a video or do you hope they make a donation or just maybe look at Will's video and, and remember him? Are you hoping for all of that? What, what's your, what's your I genuine desire? I think a little bit of all of it. Um, so our like tagline that we've kind of started is crack, donate, nominate. Um, so it would be great to see a lot of videos pop up of people cracking on their head, whether it's real eggs or plastic eggs. Um, filled with confetti, glitter, anything they want. And then donate, which is always so important, and um, nominate friends to join the fun. All right, we're the Rollins men's basketball team, and we're doing the Egg Crack Challenge for Juveniles Diabetes Research and the Will Howard Foundation. And uh, thanks to the men's lacrosse team for nominating us. And we'll be nominating the Louisville men's basketball team, the Los Angeles Clippers, Saginaw State Valley, and Penny Parker. Here we go. Love you, Will. You know, I spoke with Will's mom, Lyndall, weeks after I spoke with Paige originally, and you'll see in a moment when she starts explaining what Will's video has meant in the world and, and what it's done for JDRF donations, that it's already taken a significant leap from when Paige and I spoke. But now since then, it's been a week or two later, and I'm now editing this this show together, and it's still growing. It's up over $80,000 now. I, I hope that when you're done listening to the episode, you'll go to juiceboxpodcast.com or ardensday.com and you know take a look at the other links that are associated with Will's story. There's going to be a ton of pictures and you know news articles, uh, links to Will's original video, to his JDRF walk page, and to a blog post written um, by his mother specifically to accompany this podcast. So I'm Lyndall Halver. Uh, my son, Will, passed away in February. 
sadly, from complications of the flu and type 1 diabetes. He was a senior at Rollins College, where he was a lacrosse captain and a good student. And the summer prior, which August, he uh, was challenged to do the ALS challenge. So because he was witty and funny, he um, decided to do his own take on it, and he donated the money he had in his wallet to ALS and decided he was going to change it up and do a challenge for diabetes or start one. This was all tongue-in-cheek in his part, and he cracked an egg on his head and called it the crack an egg on your head challenge to find a cure for what he called livabetes. <laughs> and he cracked an egg on his head. And so when he passed away, he his friends, Paige being the leader of the group, um, decided to try to make a go of it and make Will's death matter in some way. And since then, it's just been three months. His personal donation page has raised over $65,000, but much more has been raised in his name to try to raise awareness and uh, money to fund a cure. That's amazing. And I did, I've seen the video and it is very clear that Will just sat down at the table and tried to joke around a little bit and busted an egg over his head. Do you think he just thought he was going to share it with his friends at the time? He shared it with his friends and put it on Facebook. And uh, one of our dear family friends actually soon after that did the egg crack challenge, and um, which was very funny. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I don't think I didn't mean for it to go anywhere. And um, he was very like to fly under the radar, but very funny and very um, he did a lot in his short life. So I'm not sure if he'd be horrified by all the attention he's gotten or proud of He'd be thrilled about the money and the, um, you know, awareness for the disease. You know, Paige, it's, it's, um, this is a really difficult thing for me to talk about because my, my daughter is going to be 11 this summer and she's had type one diabetes since she was two. And, and I have to, I have to genuinely admit that of the things you could, that you worry about being the parent of someone who has type one diabetes. And I would imagine something you worry about being a person with type one diabetes. What happened to Will is probably number one on everyone's, everyone's doomsday list of, of the things they're hoping don't, you know, doesn't happen to them. And, and by talking about it in such a, a bright light, the way you are right now, like I, I hope you're helping people. And I think you are helping them see that while this did happen to Will. It's still not a reason not to live your life. And, and it sounds like Will knew what diabetes could have in store for him and still really went after things in a very fervent way. I mean, you describe a, a happy person, a person who's looking to make other people happy, uh, someone who was wi willing and able to, to joke about his diabetes, still, you know, super competitive in lacrosse and, and you know, the captain of his, of his college team as a senior you know, I think that's the, you know, I don't know, Will, but if I, if I ask people to take something from this, I think it would be that, you know, even though some, even though there was a terrible tragedy that, that befell this, this poor kid, you know, he was, he was going a hundred miles an hour with things he loved right up until it happened to him. And I think that's a, that's kind of a great way to live. Um, I did, couldn't agree more. Yeah. Do you, did Will ever consider backing off or? You know, did you ever hear him talk about, you know, I have diabetes, so I probably shouldn't do this? 
honestly, he didn't let anything hold him back. He no. uh, he would make jokes, like I said, and he'd be like, oh, can't eat that cookie. I have diabetes. Obviously kidding. Um, <laughs> just like from the misconception that um, people with type 1 can't eat sugar. Um, so he kind of always joked about that. Um, but other than that, I never heard him say, I have diabetes, so I can't do this or that or anything. No, that makes me proud of him. And, and like I said, I don't know him. And, uh, and I'm super proud of you, even though I don't know you either, <laughs> because uh, for a <laughs> Thank person, you. I appreciate that. well, for a person your age and with everything that you have going on in your life to want to pick up this mantle for him and run with it. And, um, it just seems like a big undertaking for you. And, you know, as a person whose child also has diabetes, like you're creating awareness, not just for Will, you're creating awareness for millions and millions of people, you know, and, and so I owe you. Um, you know, I regretted that attitude just as well, because it's, you know, I used to tell people that it, one of the things that really fueled me blogging about type one was a, a news article that I read one time about a, a man on a train in the Northeast corridor and he was kicked off the train for being intoxicated, uh, you know, early, early in the morning, you know, four or five o'clock in the morning off of an early train. And as the rush hour people came in, in the beginning, people were walking past him and laughing at him. He was laying in the stones in the driveway, and everyone thought he was just a drunk from the night before. But one person recognized what was happening to this, to this poor guy because he had grown up with a sibling who had type 1. And this person stopped and, and saved his life, you know, called 911 wow. and got him help. And I always think that, you know, if, if you could reach out, like if I could reach out and make make one more person aware, right, build awareness a little bit, then maybe if something like that ever happens to my daughter, like maybe someone that I've spoken to or maybe someone that you've spoken to, you know, will walk by Arden and be able to stop and help her. Yeah, um, and, and so you're doing it in such a great way, and it's so much fun to watch people crack eggs over their head for some reason. Um, <laughs> you know, so you're doing... I want you to know that you're probably doing more than you realize. Thank you. That really, really means a lot. And that was a really touching story also. Wow. It really, it, it knocked me right over when, when I read it. And it was my first, my first impulse afterwards was, gosh, I hope I reach somebody who can be there in that moment when my daughter can't be there for herself. Absolutely. Um, you know, um, and it's, it's hard to talk about what happened to Will because it seems like such a, such a solitary event, you, you know, it, it, that his passing happened when he was by himself and he was probably just in his room, just trying to fight off the flu. And, um, it, you know, it just, it's not, I don't want to say it's not fair, but man, it, it really isn't fair that a, you know, that a senior in college can't just get the flu and bed down and, you know, get through it. And, um, it just sucks. Uh, you know, I'm very, very sorry for your, for your loss. And thank um, you. Yeah. That really does mean a lot. Yeah. To point out how important raising awareness is when I was speaking with Paige and Paige told me that at some point in early in high school that she and Will dated for a year, yeah. that they mm -hmm. were very close friends and that still she's learned more about diabetes since Will's passing than she knew even with her time being that close to him. And, right. And well, I, Will kept it to himself. He didn't bother people with his own disease. But um, he, you know, 
look, now everybody has something, and that was sort of Will's theory. Everybody's got something, and this is my something. Right. But um, I think the awareness thing is huge. Even after Will passed away, people are like, nobody gets it unless, and I'm sure you know this, and unless you have a child or you have it yourself, nobody really gets it. Yeah, there there are a few things in the world that you can kind of imagine, you know, look at somebody, but a disease mm-hmm. a disease like this that's so 24 hours a day and unrelenting is... Exactly. Uh, there's no way to know. I, I tell people all the time, if you lived in this house for a week, when I opened the door at the end of the week, you'd run out screaming. You, you know. <laughs> right, right. Well, I've, I just open the cabinet and see all the supplies, right? People are like, what in the world is all that? Yeah. I mean, nobody gets it. My close friends and Will's close friends, they didn't... I mean, every time you eat a meal, you know, they probably wonder why is Will going somewhere before every time the waitress brings the food, you know? No, yeah. And nobody I, really gets it. Arden has a, a friend whose house she's gone to for a long time, and I've had multiple conversations with the parents, and I really felt comfortable that they understood. And then very recently, um, one of the parents looked at me and was like, you know, I always wanted to understand more about the diabetes, and then just asked me the most rudimentary question that made me realize that they didn't understand it at right. all and I right. was I was you know horrified for a minute <laughs> because I would have I would have bet a couple of dollars that my my little chats had gotten through to them but to your point if you don't live with it there really is there's no way to absorb it fully and exactly and and I I find too from my end I've stopped I've stopped being disappointed when people don't understand because it really is a lot and to be perfectly mm-hmm. honest I didn't understand it before it came into our lives and and, right. and I had a close friend who had type who has type one and had type one when we were younger. So, you know, so that's why I love the the piece of getting it out in the world and and, and just getting more people to stop for a minute and focus on it and, and try to understand. Right. And I would argue that every type one diabetic would just love to tell people, I it has nothing to do with anything I've ever done in my life. It just is what it is. I can eat what I want, but I fix it with in- insulin. So, you know, yeah, it's not because I'm overweight or out of shape or anything, so right. just yeah. know that. I, I, I definitely agree that, that there's this idea that comes from the, you know, the, the uninformed that you've made some sort of poor life choice, no matter, right. what, no matter what it is, and caused yourself this problem. And then since it's your fault, you know, in their minds, then you deserve it. And, and You're absolutely right. right. And here's your two-year-old daughter, like... You know, it's just a silly way of thinking. Right, right. right. And, and then there's other obstacles to leap over. Like, you know, I love the JDRF, but, you know, the J, the J is for juvenile. And I just had someone ask me the other day, you know, at what point will, will Arden outgrow this? Because, yeah, and it's I a guess. reasonable yeah. question because it's a juvenile diabetes, right? It goes away when mm-hmm. you're not a juvenile anymore, right? And, right. and, and then I explained that, it to her and funny. she was completely, she's like, oh, I had no idea. And, you know, and, and I wish I'd think of a new name for it, but <laughs> yeah, whatever. Exactly. I know that's a big battle in the diabetes community. But yeah. Well, it, well it's yeah. tough too, because the word diabetes, I think in most people's minds invokes a, 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 an image in your head of either, you know, um, a grandmother who, you know, mm-hmm. they feel like it's just been alive so long, their body doesn't work right anymore. Or, right. or, you know, like you said, an overweight uncle or you know, somebody they just, they've heard, oh, that person can't drink soda and they take this pill. And, and right. that, that's a, a, the general understanding <laughs> of that. Right. You know what I mean? That's the general yeah, understanding no, of I diabetes. Yeah, I agree with you. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, your son and my daughter and, and everyone else is out there, you know, managing and measuring and, and you know, right. eating at certain times and not eating at certain times. And, and you know what? The, I mean, just the idea of that it doesn't stop 
because it's your birthday or Christmas. Like you can't even mm-hmm. like plan ahead and just make it go away for six hours so that you can, exactly. you know, you can do something else. And sleep right. and sleeping is, you know, I, I know Will was 15 when he was diagnosed and, but you know, I, I don't think I've had a decent night's sleep twice in a row. Oh, and sure. forever. We were, I will say that we always felt lucky that he was old enough to start managing it pretty on his own right away. Right. But that waking up in the morning, that was, it's a grueling way to live. Like yeah. when he would sleep late and I'd have to wake him up and say, I'm leaving just so I know he's, you know, yeah. fine. It, 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 there's a lot, there's already a lot in life to think about. And right. I, I, I can't leave the house and let my kids sleep in a little bit because I'm afraid they're exactly. not going to wake up is not one of the things you should have to think of. So No, and that's, you know, it's a grueling, yeah, it's hard. You get used to it. You live that way, but right. it's, yeah. No, I don't think people understand that. None of my friends really ever understood that. It's very difficult to, like I said, mm-hmm. it's very difficult to get across to someone who's who's uninitiated. Right. Um, can I, I just ask, you're, you're married, is that right, Will's? Uh-huh, yeah. You, you're married and I have two other children. Two other children. How old are they? Uh, I have a daughter who's 25 and a son who's 20. Okay. And, and I mean, obviously, I don't, I don't have any frame of reference for, for what you've gone through over the last few months, but are you... Are you dealing in a way that... It... We're handling it well. I, My husband and I agreed that when Will passed away, we would make make it count, make something happen. So he, uh, my other two children have raised a fair amount of money creatively selling things with his art on it. He was a very good artist. Um, some T-shirts and um, uh, posters and other things like that. And so that's been very therapeutic for them to feel like they're doing something to um, raise money, you know, in, in his name, and it'll go to some scholarship funds and JDRF. And then uh, this Egg Crack Challenge has just been great. And we've also gone to his school quite a few times because he's won a few awards because he did. He was a great student and a great um, member of that community. Yeah. And he was the captain so, of, that, of that lacrosse team he also, was, right? Yep. Yeah, that's, as a senior. Yes, oh, he's a really captain, something. plus he, uh, he tutored inner city kids. You know, he just was a great friend, a fraternity yeah. brother, all that stuff. What was, what was his desire after college? What was he working toward? He wanted to do something creative, um, either advertising, public relations, graphic design. He was an incredibly creative and very uh, witty yeah. guy. So um, he could have written for, you know, a comedy show. He could have done advertising. He's very good. Yeah, there was there was a lot of possibility there. Right. And and so there are things. Are you still selling the T-shirts? Like, if you, can I ask you to send me links? Can I share them with people? I will. I will send you the links. Yes, right. we are right. still selling the shirts. And um, my daughter has a shop on her blog, which I'll send you. No, please. That has some um, posters of his art, which are really cool. Oh, that sounds amazing. It really does. Yes. Um, was he, he, was Will your youngest? No, he's our middle child. He was the middle. I'm sorry. Um, mm-hmm. that, that's the other key. Your, your older daughter, she's out of college. She's finished. She is. And she's, uh, lives and works in Baltimore Off on her own. and she went to college in Tennessee. And then my youngest son is a rising junior at, uh, Furman university in South Carolina. Congratulations. That's, that's wonderful. Can I ask, um, has how has your relationship with Paige grown since the Egg Crack Challenge has begun? Well, I've always been a huge fan of Paige since 
I first met her when she and Will started going out. And, I mean, I love her like a daughter. She's just amazing. First of all, she, I'm sort of in awe of her. She's just, uh, how how she gets what she gets done as a senior pre-med student in college is beyond my comprehension. Um, she's amazing. Her mother is amazing. Her brother has been incredibly supportive. It's just an awesome family that I'm happy to be, have gotten closer to than, um, you know, we sort of haven't spoken a lot since they all went to college. But right. now it's just been a joy to have her. Her back together. And her you? parent and her mom and brother in our lives. Well, it, you know, it struck me when I was speaking to her that I had to keep reminding myself because I'm in my mid-40s. But I had to keep reminding myself that she was a senior in college because she came off like she was 30 years old, had been in the world for a decade already. And right, just, incredible, just, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, really, really just, I don't mm-hmm. want to say well-spoken, but she was clear and she was together and and not rushed, which is something that, you know, it might seem like a strange thing, but she was in control of her thoughts and what she wanted to say and, and, and she didn't feel pressured or rushed by anything. And yeah, I think I those are agree. really yeah. great qualities. And then... You know, I brought up to her that I wondered if um, her experience with Egg Crack and with Will would would change or color her expectations for her medical career. And and when she answered me that she really hadn't thought about it like that, I thought, wow, look, she is really you, there's where you can hear the youth. Like there's there's she's living and so in the moment, you know, and not right. and not mm-hmm. really thinking too far ahead or how things impact other things. But right. But right. I I found myself saying to someone the other day. I was interviewing a, a woman about her son who's um, doing a lot, a very young son who's doing a lot to um, educate a pre- preschool teachers about his diabetes. Okay. And, and these preschool teachers are, are planning to go on to become elementary and middle school teachers. And I said, isn't it interesting? I'm like, your son's time with them is going to inform them. And a decade from now, there might be a little boy, another little boy that comes through their fourth grade class who has type one, and they're going to have such a firm understanding of it because of that. And I, and I just found myself wondering when I was talking to her, I was like, I wonder what Paige will do in the future that will be informed by her time with your son. You, you know, right. and, and her mom ma- was um, suggesting maybe she should be an endocrinologist <laughs> and her, um, I think her dream is to be a pediatric oncologist. Oncologist. Yeah. She was telling she me. had a really good friend at the same time that uh, she was dating Will that had leukemia. Right. And passed away from it. So, um, and these things really do. They make such impact, especially at a young age. You're impacted right. so hard by things like that. But I mean, yeah. it's just it's just heartwarming to think that that you know, like you were talking about earlier about you know making Will's life count for something, and 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 hope that it you know let it go on in some way. That you know it's possible that years and years from now that that his time with Paige is still going to be helping people. You know, and yes. that makes mm-hmm. me feel really. It makes me feel warm, and I. Never, yeah, me too. Never yeah. met Will or yep. you or Paige or anybody. So. I feel like we are lucky in many ways. And, well, Will was ours for 22 years. That's lucky. And we, since his death, have had incredible people come into our lives and support us. And uh, and our family feels, you know, lucky to have that interaction and people. And it's a terrible way to find out, but it is a nice thing to know that how well loved you are by many yeah so that's been nice because the way you're explaining it the way i'm picturing it is like i know that you know like sometimes i'll you know i i called the school the other day the high school and to recharge my son's you know lunch account 
And mm-hmm. I ended up speaking with a woman who I thought, oh, I recognize her last name. And I said, oh, are you, you know, this boy's mom? And she said, yeah. And I was like, oh, it's nice to talk to you. We've never met before. And she stopped me and said, you know, I just, while I've got you, I just want to let you know what a great kid your son is. She said some really nice things about my, my older son, Cole. And I remember how I felt getting off the phone, like accomplished and proud and, you know, exactly, just, yeah. and, and it seems like you probably got to feel that way a lot after after will's passing and like like you got oh, absolutely you, that again it it must have been it must have done a lot a lot for you in the moment i would imagine well when we went down to rollins um brian we got the news that he um collapsed and being rushed to the hospital we had no idea you know i'm just a mom hoping he has some friends and we had no idea that you know a thousand or more people came to his vigil that they held and um i mean it was amazing the notes and letters and messages that we got from all the kids there has been incredible. All those lives that he touched in his in his exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, I mean, I'm as it's, it's. I don't know if this sounds strange. I'm as I'm as empathetic and sad for you as I am happy for you. It, it's you know, it's a it's a very weird um, I conflict of feelings. I understand. I yeah. feel sort of the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just am proud that he touched so many people and he lived the life that he wanted to and he called it every day is a gift that's why they call it the present so he would every day get up and you know greet it like it's the last day no. and he did that all the time well i i really appre- I, like i said earlier i genuinely appreciate you saying that because um you know I, i've i have a diabetes blog it's a parenting blog it's been mm-hmm. it's been around for eight years and my my main message at this point is it just not to let you know, I tell people all the time that diabetes and fear, they don't have to go together and right. live your life and don't let it hold you back. And as I'm saying that, like, I have to admit, like, there's that part of you that stops just short of saying, I understand what the fears are. You, you know, like, you, mm-hmm. we never, we never talk about, you know, like I said, diabetes blogging for eight years. I've been doing it a good long time. I know a lot of people who do it. Right. No one ever talks about this side of it, you know, and right. which, and so I'm, just, I don't want to say I'm proud because that sounds condescending, but I'm very happy that you were willing to do this because, because th- this part doesn't get spoken about enough. And as terrible as what happened to your son is, it is something that it's not the norm. And, and to think that, you know, millions of people would want to live in sheltered. Oh, and I think people do. It's just, uh, it's just it kind of makes me angry. Like it's just, you know, you, you just, can do whatever you want. Yeah, you have to go for it. And and and, yeah. and if and if you're the one, you know, and, and and that's why you here saying this is such a big deal because because hearing your your thoughts and your attitudes after Will's passing and them still being consistent with your attitudes prior to his passing. I mean, I think that's the message, right? Like, right. Live life, agree. and if you're if you're the one, you know, that the elevator falls on, then. That sucks, but at right. least at least you were out there living your life. And, I completely agree. And it's not a minimizing thought. It's I think it's a celebration of life. It's just just keep going till it ends. You, you know, don't right. don't yeah, stop for anything. I completely agree. That's what we've always said, and don't let it define you. I've, you know, again, everybody has something, and so, but don't let it hold you back. You only get one shot at it. So, oh, well, you know, go do what you want to do. Yeah. Linda, I, I can't, I don't want to keep you any longer. You were fantastic. and Thank you. And, yeah, um, but really, I just genuinely am, uh, am, am just grateful for you doing this. This will get to 
uh, more people than you might imagine. The, the blog's pretty well, popular. Good. So, um, well, tell them all to crack, donate, and nominate. Is that is that it? Say it again. It's crack, donate, nominate. Um, so it would be great to see a lot of videos pop up of people cracking on their head, whether it's real eggs or plastic eggs um, filled with confetti, glitter, anything they want. And then donate, which is always so important, and um, nominate friends to join the fun. That's it. Crack, donate, nominate. We love you, Will! Hi, it's Lyndall and Bob Hover. Uh, Tony Scaletta has uh, challenged us to the Will Hover uh, Crack Your Egg on uh, Your Head for the benefit of a Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. Uh, we want to thank Tony and Paige Kennedy uh, for getting this going. Uh, like Will, we're going to we're going to donate forty eight twenty five uh, for each of us, uh, and we're going to challenge uh, our daughter Megan, Tommy, Coach Lewis, and Desco all at uh, um, Rollins College and. Uh, Amy Lopez, the trainer. We're also going to challenge uh, Connor Galvin, Connor Ronan, and Billy Prey. So here we go. One, two, three. So I'd like to thank Connor Ronda for uh, nominating me for this ALS Ice Bucket Challenge. But you know what? No. I'm not going to dump this stupid ice on my head. Instead, I'm going to pledge all the money in my wallet. I'm going to make freaking things happen. Which is... $48 and... 25 cents. What's up? And you know what? I have to get on my soapbox. As a diabetic, I'm sick and tired of seeing all these ALS challenges. You know what? You don't see any diabetes, aka libidus challenges. So right now, I'm gonna change the game up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get out of your cookie cutter world. I can throw this at you. Will Hover first annual egg crack on the head challenge. Ready? Oh, okay. I don't like that. Oh god. Okay. Well, anyways. Obviously, that was great, and, uh, you know what, take this ice that I got, I'm gonna sip on this, I bet you feel real stupid now, ALS, diabetes coming at you, oh god.